Welcome to the Ether. Today is Wednesday, January 11th, 2023. Today on the Ether, the landing on one planet. Impact of AI in NFTs with special guest PS Labs. Let's take a listen. What's going on, everybody? Good evening uh, from Mauritius. Yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, super early for you, right? Yeah, it's 3 a.m. Yeah. So I am. Um... I went to sleep and then woke back up again. <laughs> but uh, I think this is what this is what creators have to do, right? On, on like a week before their their midday. Yeah, man, that's tough. But yeah, leading up to the mint, it's the hardest time for the creators, right? Just trying to get everything together, the last minute details. Oh damn! Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, today is last. Today it's always been the back and forwards for the whitelist. Oh my god, so many different opinions on how whitelist should be managed. But we we like made our decisions, and like that's enough backwards and forwards. We we published it to the, like a few, like an hour ago, uh, the final whitelist details. But yeah, I think it's all, we're all good. Um, we, I mean, one last minute change is we increased all of the um, collection size from not supply, but from a thousand pixel resolution. We stepped it up to two thousand pixel resolution and re-uploaded it, and that's going now. And then that's pretty much the only change we've actually made. Uh, did some like small, small little touches of like the color grading and grain on the images, but yeah. Other than that, it's pretty much just doing whitelist. People probably noticed on Twitter, our, twi our Twitter's just been going crazy. So yeah, we're just on like full, full Twitter mode and Discord mode right now. Nice. And that's, that's good to see though, right? The engagement from your current community, but then also new people finding out about your project through all of the marketing that you are getting and the support from Polygon as well. Oh my God, do you know what's been really nice? It's like um, our community is obviously, well, it's originally Terra, right? And then we kind of dragged everyone along to Stargaze. But now like we're seeing this sort of huge influx of like new people who are obviously like Polygon and ETH like native. And yeah, it's been awesome. Like just seeing all the communities just sort of, how you say, like blending together. I think it's like the dream, right? The, the goal of like, hopefully like one day people won't be saying like, oh, I only deal with ETH, I only deal with Polygon, I only deal with Solana. It's just like, everyone buys whatever they want everywhere and like the services that they use can be on any of these chain chains and they're just like maybe totally unaware of where it's even founded um so yeah anyway our, our community's been so great they just like i think i think they citizens has been sort of um we had like an incredible launch back in may and then we kind of let it sit for a while. And now we've like brung it back in like full force. And so I think the community are really happy to sort of see all the energy levels pick up. And uh, they're getting involved. Uh, everyone's got loads of ideas. And uh, yeah, uh, our team's just trying their best to just manage everything. So yeah, it's very exciting. 
uh, and just, you know, hoping for a successful mint on the 17th. Yeah, man, I, I'm sure it has been a, a challenge, but also pretty cool to see the communities kind of follow you guys to different chains. So we'll definitely dive deeper into your experience with all that later on here today. But let's let's get started with the the show today. We got Nar, we got Ghost, we got my co-host here, the Matic Man. Are you ready, sir, to get us going with the music? Let's do it, man. Here we go. Hey, everyone. You have reached the landing. One Planet's weekly meeting place for the entire Polygon NFT community. Every week at this time, you will learn more about the Polygon Network, its native token Matic, and discuss the wonderful world of NFTs with some of the best and brightest minds from the NFT universe. And now, here's your host. Here's your host. All right. That's the best part of these spaces. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, I, I like the consistency of it. The 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 same time, you know, the the music, the the people we got in here. So uh, I feel like at the end, you know, we're just getting started this year, right? But at the end of the year, just to see how much we've grown and how much this community has grown, uh, it's going to be exciting. And, and just to see just the the whole process, right? How everything works out once we're in December again and starting a new year, but. Uh, today, the goal is to discuss a little bit about what the impact of AI is going to be around NFTs. And I think that's a perfect topic today because we have PS Labs here who they have been experimenting with that technology for a while now. And, and so they can share some of their experience. But aside of that, we also want to hear from Narb and have him share the news on what Polygon has been um, having with their statistics in the last week. And then we also have Ghost here who's going to bring us some of the statistics with the NFTs on the One Planet marketplace. And uh, just want to give a shout out to some of our community members here, Department 77. I see you got a new color in your logo. I like that yellow. I uh, I, I was uh, I didn't recognize it in the beginning, but now I see it. So uh, shout out to that. Uh, we got fantastic in the house we got stone island uh we got some new members here pack stages of life we got nokas muscle mice pretty cool so thank you guys for coming out here uh, as the topic today being impact of ai and nfts i'm curious about the listeners what do you guys see in the future in uh in ai and nfts uh, share a comment let us know what your thoughts are on that and, and i kind of want to start off with that uh matic man how are you doing today and, and how are you feeling about all these uh conversations around ai well first of all i think i would be remiss if i didn't give a warning we need to be in a safe place we need to be uh get everything uh back to, uh, you know get it Buckle down because there's a purple tidal wave coming to Web3. Do you feel it, man? It's incredible. The momentum, the excitement. Man, we're getting ready to see some things happen in 2023 that are going to Be absolutely safe out there. Am I right, Narv? Man, big things are coming. Yeah, big things are coming. So, yeah, I'm excited. And, wow, PS Labs, what they're going to bring, what they're – unleashing on the nft world on the 17th of this month that art is absolutely next level so yeah i'm excited edwin about what ai is bringing to the table and i i messaged ps labs a few days ago they have some of the best art i've ever seen in any collection so i think it's going to be a, an incredibly blue chip project so we're excited about having ps labs here always good to be in the presence of the goat narb and ghost we love your community Ed, when I was in that space with the Utes yesterday that the Rec Gang uh, was hosting, and 
some guy followed me and then he got up to speak and they said like this is the the actor from like the twilight series like edward i don't know i'm not anyway it's incredible man what's happening with polygon this is great yeah yeah i know that the rec gang has been friends with uh uh that actor that that you mentioned for a while they, they've been working with him and i know he's hosting hosted some spaces to to have them come in and uh, talk to his community as well um but yeah yesterday was it was a fun space to talk with the youths uh their their sub house or their clubs uh, i think that's the name that they're calling their their sub house uh, but it was cool to engage with them and learn a little bit more about what they're doing and uh, also talk to kevin devouts a little bit as well and so we are planning to put together in the future a space with the the projects that migrated from terra and that are on the one planet marketplace right now and introduce them to to Kevin and and to the youths community as well, just a focused Twitter space for that. So so we'll we'll definitely keep everyone updated for that. That way we can just continue to collaborate with them right as they get onboarded onto Polygon. Narb, how are you doing today, man? And and what are your thoughts around the AI wave that's going on as well? GM GM everyone. Honestly, I'm not too um, deep into the world of AI. I've just been sort of experimenting with that what's it called the chat gpt or chat g whatever it is i've been playing around with that and that's pretty impressive but i'm not super um you know deep into that world that's kind of why i'm excited to listen to uh ps labs here sort of get more in depth with it i do see a, a comment down below that says um from stone island that says ai is going to take over the world stay calm and smoke weed so i don't know maybe he's on to something we'll see Yes, yes, I agree. I I think that that is probably one of the best approaches to take, <laughs> uh, because uh, that technology is moving pretty fast as well. I feel like every time that I am checking YouTube or even on Twitter, like there's always something about AI. So so I see a lot of people experimenting with uh, the chat and um, also like thinking about ways to automate a lot of different things, right? And and uh, just seeing ways to to make money. They call it passive income, but you still got to put in some work. Uh, but anyways, yeah, it's been interesting to see all of that. Ghost, how are you doing today, man? And what do you think about AI and NFTs? Hey, how's it going? Uh, AI regarding NFTs, I mean, I've seen it kind of blossom from last year going into now. And I'm a, a holder of the original citizens on Stargate. And seeing the collection from then and then seeing what PS Labs is pumping out now, it's like graduation. You're, you're getting close to a PhD in AIR. The details I've seen on the different uh, classes, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, and oh, thank you so much. <laughs> Cheers. Uh, we have spent like, you know, since the original one, I think in May, We've been working on this collection uh, since then. We've re-rendered the whole thing. My team hate me because I'll just come into the studio some days and just delete the entire collection. And then we start again, just because like new technology comes out and I'm like, okay, yeah, we can't release this anymore because there's a new AI model that's even better. Um, so we just delete the whole collection, start again. And we've done, we've done that like about four times, I think four or five times. You even like got to the point of re retouching the entire collection, like thousands of them, and then just deleting the entire collection again. Um, and then through that like sort of iterative process, which I guess is kind of similar to how AI works anyway, um, we have really like landed on like this, really really rich uh culture uh collection with like it's got like over 11 it's 11 species in it but within those sort of like species there are like more species so it's like for example who uh, like uh, like 11 races and within for example ungulate you've got like pigs giraffes sheep um a whole bunch of other ones can't remember them off the top of my head and within the apes you don't just have gorillas we've got 
uh, all these little sort of um, what they call like IIs and um, baboons and um, I can't remember it. It's very late for me right now, so <laughs> I'm not going to be as sharp as I am in the mornings. But there's really a lot of characters in there. We, uh, I definitely, we definitely made sure that like there's not too much of anything, and that you know we try to represent. You know, with the original citizens, I tried to have this sort of. I think one of the best ways someone described it to me once was it's like that scene in Star Wars, in in the bar where they walk into the bar and then there's just like aliens from like all around the universe in there and they all look totally different to each other and there's like a jazz band playing as well like we want to create like that feeling when people look at the collection and explore it just being thrown into this like alien world which is really rich and uh i hope i hope that's what we achieve everyone will be able to see the full collection hopefully on the Hopefully on the end of the day, <laughs> on the 17th, if we mint out. But um, yeah, I appreciate your comments, man. Uh, we worked really hard. And and um, I've got a lot of insight on AI NFTs as well, which I, this is what the talk today is about. So uh, I, I guess I will like sort of let people ask questions first and then I guess pitch in with, sort of what I think on a topic there rather than initiate any kind of um, a topic of conversation within it because I have an opinion on probably most things within AI. I think actually, sorry, I am going to start with an opinion. The most interesting part of all of this is the sort of the counterculture to <laughs> uh, AI NFTs because it, as you said, uh, Stone Island, like everyone just sit back and smoke weed. I, I think it does scare a lot of people, um, and it definitely scares me. Like even when new stuff comes out, I'm like, Jesus, this is good. Like what, what are people meant to do? So I think a big area of discussion and probably something that over the next year we're going to see is um, uh, a lot of arguing and maybe even new laws um coming in uh around the world on how this stuff is regulated how the use of data and content can be controlled or if it even should be um and there's sort of great there's these sort of gray areas within um uh, ai which don't have any precedent yet uh so for me that's obviously i've got my eye very closely on those sort of areas but in terms of actual what it can do uh there's very few things left i think for still image to really tackle um it's pretty good at photorealism now uh and then it still struggles a bit sometimes with like the face and the fingers and like and some details about the eyes um but that that will be fixed very quickly. Uh, I reckon by a few months' time, the the AI will be like have that down. But the randomness, the randomness can sometimes be nice. Um, I think where AI is really going to go, or where the big advances will be in twenty twenty three, is going to be in three D models, and uh, AI generated three D assets, and that will. Uh, essentially, you're going to see a lot more people creating metaverses, I think, in Web3 uh, over next year. And obviously, AI-generated 3D assets are going to be a dream for game developers. Yeah. Uh, so I think 3D is where it'll move next, especially with the point cloud that OpenAI just re uh, released. Yeah, let me, let me ask a, um, a more of a specific question here. What was the process like for you to to find the prompt that clicked, right? Because in order to get the a similar feel for your collection, your avatars, what um what was that process like to come up with that final prompt? Uh that took that actually is really probably the main reason why we redid the collection so many times that took like three four months to come up with the prompt and the prompt is nothing simple it's not simple at all it's like about 
200 words, I think, uh, for the citizens prompt. It's like crazy. Um, and, th- and then there's sort of parts of it. We separate up. Uh, when we started doing AI art, I like, um, we had to like create a new language around uh, how we, const- how we uh, basically new language around our workflow because it was totally new. So we had to invent, number one, we had to invent a workflow. And number two, we had to create language around it so that we can communicate inside our teams so that everyone understands what we're talking about. So uh, with the prompt, I call them, we create the term like cocktails and then like, um, and then sort of, and then we basically add cocktails on one after the other. And then so we like batch like words together, groups of words together to create like certain effects. So we'll like batch like sets of five to 10 together. Then we use the front end of the prompt to do like the beginning of the prompting is always the most powerful. So you have to put like what you want, like a character, like uh, a monkey uh, riding a banana rocket. That should be like the, the the main key visuals you want to see should always be the first sentence. And then after that, you then you prompt things like the background. So you say something like, uh, or with candy floss clouds, pink candy floss clouds. And then after that, you'll then sort of prompt things like the camera setting you want, the way they are looking or some mood so it's like looking straight to camera single point perspective um what a fish eye wide angle um you know you you prompt in like the sort of the framing and the tech techniques used for example in photography there's something called low key or high key high key would be something that's very bright very white Loki is something very dark and moody. We can use the words dark and moody, or we can use the like technical term for that, which is um low key, or we can use both. We can say like low key, dark and moody, or we can say like low key, glittery, electrical energy, something like this, like just some some crazy thing that will like look really cool when it's all put together. So the formula is kind of like thing you want to see details around that thing so like background color general color of the whole image if you want so you can say like yellow cast and then after that you then prompt in like sort of camera almost i'll just say like camera settings i guess um and and then after that you then prompt in ton like the so that's like the the first half of like let's say the citizens uh sea or cocktail and then after that is just loads of um how do you say combinations of things so I'll, I'll put like volumetric lighting 8k um fxxo shading like and then just like about how do you say like 40 of them and then we like put it all together and then we start rendering the characters out and then if we get um and then, uh, that's basically i've just given you guys a bit of the hot sauce that's kind of how yeah, we go secret. about constructing <laughs> the prompting yeah yeah yeah. like cool. um and that that's where you get to that's why it takes so long because actually the bit at the beginning is easy right it's super easy to know what you want to see but getting those all the little details and making it all work together really well so that you can render loads of things that are very different, but they all share the same aesthetic is like very hard. Um, so yeah, I mean, like AI on at the very beginning is very easy for anyone to use, but actually to use it in the kind of the scale and the way that we use it is quite difficult actually. But um, that's just because we've got like just done it so many iterations. And just we we have to like design we've like designed workflows around it so uh, we can't hire anyone to do this stuff like no one knows how to do it so we have to train every single person who comes into PS Labs on like how to do these things 
because it's impossible to hire someone to <laughs> to do this. Well, I think so. It's been a interesting process. That's the that's the cool thing, right? That um, right now it's hard, but that's something that's going to change uh, in in this year. Right, we're going to see a lot of people become experts in prompts and being able to adapt to something like what you're creating and understand you know the the work that it takes and the process that it takes to come up with something as detailed as as that and also uh, just to build consistency um, to widening out the collection a little bit um, I w just wanted to check in see if uh, any of our other speakers here have any thoughts on that and I wanted to just give a quick shout out to running man here I've been listening to him on his spaces on Solana with Easy's crew. So if you got any questions, Running Man, feel free to come up and, and ask us. Uh, but yeah, any of the other speakers have questions here about um, the prompts that um, David was talking about? I know what he's talking about. I, I had my X token and just you have a picture in your mind and you try to put as many words as possible to try to describe what you're seeing in your mind. Once you got your lab run come in, it doesn't quite match up, but uh, I can see it being a difficult task when you have these characters like we're seeing now. Yeah, we, um, we, uh, we, by the way, the next thing we move on to is massive improvements in the lab. So hold, hold on to those X tokens because um, uh, we're going to be changing the experience a lot. But uh, you're right in the sense of it never comes out how you imagine. And that's like never actually been the case with me either. Like I, I've never got like what something that I imagine. And that's actually like the excitement uh, in using the AI. It's like, it's not, I, as everyone knows, it's not like typical art where like you, you are putting hand uh, pen to like paper and you, the thing you are making is the thing that you see in your head um or that you have imagined so it's very much this sort of backwards and forwards this constant trying again and again and again and and then just like one out of ten times are good and as you learn how to be like more concise with your words and your your sort of vernacular around sort of imagery and image construction and semiotics improves you are able to like sort of uh focus that in more and get better results or higher percentage results sorry go on uh running man you're sticking your hand up as again guys all right um i mean yeah um, i've literally i mean um obviously i'm most people know me from being an heavy trader on solana um i mean um i've just you know not to take it off subject but um, i've just like started you know started researching heavily polygon um i mean i was on polygon you know before solana nfts ever existed trading z run etc and um Talking to PS Labs, PS Labs was one of the first discords I found um, as I've started to, you know, do the research. Um, going forward, I hope to be a big proponent for Polygon NFTs. Um, I mean, uh, you know, I'll still be trading Solana, but I'll also be very active on Polygon, in, you know, but going forward through 2023. Um, I think, you know, just at the moment, I'm just trying to negotiate the space, you know, get all the relevant alpha, you know, the, the upcoming alpha. And just trying to get, you know, just just grounded on the network, basically, in terms of, you know, the way I'm going to trade it going forward. So, yeah, I'll be jumping a lot of these spaces. And um, as I started, um, you know, learn more, I'll be able to start adding more as well. So, um, yeah, looking forward to um, jumping on, you know, some speaker panels with you. That's awesome, man. I'm, I'm happy to hear that you're, you know, being open-minded, right, to exploring. I think that's one thing that we've seen from a lot of the community members from the youth, especially, that, you know, they've been going into the discords of the Polygon projects and asking questions and uh, just just being interested and curious, right? I, I think right now that's been the, the best part about the, the youth's announcement coming to Polygon, um, just having people being curious about what, what's already here, right? Because there has been a lot of culture and a lot of NFTs here, but they've kind of just been under the radar. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I mean, the thing is, yeah, there's a lot of lot of backlash. Um, obviously, youths, um, them coming over to the network, so obviously it's in their interest to, um, you know, obviously talk highly. There's been a bit of backlash at the moment because I think people only, you know, I'm, I'm, I've been in the space a long time, so 
I'm, you need a good imagination. You need to visualise what will exist in two or three months, six months, nine months, and what you know how the network will look then. People are like judging it on what it's looking like today, and that they're missing the trick there. And because there's going to be some major, you know, upscaling on this network going forward, I can see that. I mean, Solana, it's very, you know, they talk about speed, and let's talk about the, you know, the blockchain. It is, you know, very smooth, you know, UI basically. Um, but you know, Polygon's specialising in the other side of Web3, which is the attention economy and social sentiment. And that is probably the, one of the most powerful parts of Web3. And, you know, it's basically currency, attention economy. Um, then, you know, fundamentally putting all the resources and effort into that. And it's going to be a very powerful thing when, you know, it starts to, you know, starts to gain traction. Um, so I'm, I'm here for it, definitely. Um, basically, just researching everything about Polygon. So as I say, I'll be jumping into a lot of these spaces. And, um, you know, I'll be a big, big proponent in other spaces talking about Polygon, um, as I have been for the last couple of days. Well, you're always welcome to come and hang out with us. We host this one weekly. And, uh, you know, we, we have, uh, we're going to go into a couple of segments right now that I think um, I, I find them very helpful. Maybe you'll find them helpful as well. And I hope our listeners here, uh, you know, can see the, the value of uh, the stats as well. Um, but yeah, Narb, you, let's start with you. Let's dive into a little bit of what's happening with the Polygon network. Sure. So, yeah, got some uh, recent metrics and news here um, going on in the Polygon ecosystem. Starting with, on the metrics side, um, just some quick updates here. Polygon, The Polygon POS chain recently passed 210 million total unique addresses um, with a daily their daily active addresses on a seven-day average is around 550,000 right now. Um, and the Polygon average daily transactions over the last month uh, was around 3 million, averaging around 3 million daily transactions for Polygon, which is higher than the BNB chain, uh, Ethereum, Optimism, and Arbitrum. So pretty cool to beat, uh, you know, be ahead of some of those chains. Uh, also Polygon DEX volume. So on the decentralized exchange side, uh, Polygon DEX volume over the last 12 months uh, reached over 50 billion. So it's really cool to see, you know, some of that volume having on the decentralized side, not on the SEC side, but on the DEX side. Um, and then some recent news here. We have, uh, you guys probably saw, MasterCard is launching uh, an artist accelerator on Polygon. And that is going to be based around uh, teaching emerging artists how to build and own their brand through various Web3 experiences. So, yeah, uh, MasterCard launching on Polygon, another, you know, add another huge name to the list there. And that just keeps on growing. Obviously, Polygon, everyone talks about Polygon's BD team. We'll add another, you know, plus one to that there. Um, also, I, what I want to shout out is that not a lot of people know about this, but the Polygon POS chain, which, by the way, for those who don't know, is the chain that is sort of the most used chain that everyone knows today. And that is gonna, going to go through an upgrade on January 17th. So we're only about a week away. Uh, January 17th is going to reduce some of the reorgs that happen on the chain and also uh, the rise of gas fees that happen during high traffic uh, times. Some can be a little rigid. So they're going to smooth that out as well. So one of the biggest complaints towards the Polygon POS chain is that you'll hear a lot is about the reorgs. And this um, upgrade that's happening on January 17th is going to reduce that in a big way. So really cool to see some improvements happening um, on the POS chain there. Then lastly, just some uh, spaces I wanted to shout out. So earlier today, the ZK EVM, which is sort of the new chain, the new scaling solutions that Polygon is working on and that everyone's really excited about. Um, they had an update Twitter spaces today on the Polygon ZK uh, Twitter handle. So you should definitely check that out. We're, really, we're getting really close to mainnet. And then lastly, I just want to give a shout out to an upcoming Twitter space uh, with Ryan Wyatt and the Rect Gang. Shout out to the Rect Gang. And that is happening on Friday. And uh, yeah, that's all that I have. Awesome. Thank you for that, Narb. Um, I, I'm curious uh, on, on your end, like you, you mentioned DeFi a little bit. Um, do you feel like the, uh, like the onboarding of these new users coming on from Solana, like recently, do you feel like you've seen an, an uptake in, in also more uh, people using DeFi? Or do you feel like it's mostly been 
on the NFT side that we've seen a lot of people um, buying NFTs? Yeah, good question. So yeah, with this recent like use announcement, obviously, you know, that's NFT related. So what we've been seeing, I would say is more of an increase in um, NFT users um, and NFT activity across the board, really not that much into DeFi because a lot of these, again, a lot of these Solana community members are sort of exploring the Polygon ecosystem more on the NFT side. That's what they're interested in. Um, but in general, though, what we've been seeing actually throughout this entire bear market more within the last six months is an increase overall with DeFi. So with DEXs and with a bunch of different uh, DeFi protocols. So overall, we're seeing a huge increase of activity. The TVL is also starting to go back up uh, for Polygon, which is really cool. So, you know, I would imagine that, you know, as this Solana community gets more engaged with Polygon and sort of explores the ecosystem, they're also going to, you know, explore the DeFi ecosystem over time as well. Maybe they just start with NFTs and then explore more. Um, that, that's what obviously what I'm hoping to see. Yeah, definitely. Go ahead, Ronnie, man. Yeah, I mean, we've seen, you know, an ex we've saw an explosion of um, DeFi on Solana, you know, the last month, month and a half. And it's ended with, um, you know, a, resur you know, a resurgence in SPL token plays, etc. It's, in my opinion, the end of a tired cycle. Um, you know, it always comes at the end of a tired, you know, it's just really feeling really tired. Um, a poly, I, I can see, I can really feel the birth of a new cycle. I think you're just about to go into one or, you know, it, it's not far away. Um, you, I mean, I've saw a lot of the research, you know, I've been in an emerging markets before and I was on, you know, I was at the start of Solana, you know, it, it, as a Solana trader, it gives me, you know, good, good experience, you know, like the metas I'm going to develop, you know, you're going to go through the BPFP, I'm going to go through all the metas that Solana has gone through, um, probably in accelerated fashion. Um, so it, 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 I should be well versed in judging what projects are going to gain value and what aren't. I mean, what I would like to say is, I mean, in, in, I'm poly. You need to attract traders like me. Um, you know, I can do 200x the volume of a recreational buyer per day. Um, on Solana, we've got UIs and we've got like, you know, I mean, you've got NFT nerds on Ethereum and you've got, you know, the replica is NFT soloist on Solana. Um, trading UIs to make that trading experience smooth. That's how you're going to attract volume in the, in the Polygon space. Um, I'm not sure if there's any exist at the moment, but I'd like to see a couple of solid aggregators or trading UIs um, as a trader. Um, if you get that base core volume of traders, recreational buyers will follow, in my opinion. Yeah, that's a really good point. And that was something that uh, Kevin Degots mentioned yesterday, too, that with NFT aggregators on Polygon, that will help to kind of put everything into one place, right? And uh, to see how uh, the performance goes with uh, not just the PFPs, but also gaming. And, and I think that's one thing that sometimes um like the the rankings are a little bit weird because there's so many games here in polygon already and then they're taking up a lot of the transaction volume um compare and comparing them into the pfps is definitely not the same um before we get to you johnny i, I want to check in with ghost um i want to see uh what updates you got i know that you started to release your thread with the updates uh before you come up here but still let's hear what you got for us man Yes, sir. So past week ending uh, last night, we have the top eight collections on one planet. We have uh, Hellcats still holding number one position on week two with a negative 3.14% full price decrease to 823 Matic. Uh, following up still second place as well on week two with Hellhounds. Uh, no full price change. But we do know that they have their incoming mint, so we can probably expect less funds to swap around just with the impending mint coming in. Uh, third place, holding strong as well, is my fellow Trippy Wolves. We had a 9.88% increase of full price to 185 Matic. Uh, we have noticed a bunch of new people coming in into our Discord, checking us out. Uh, checking all the interactions that we're doing on crypto Twitter and it's paying off. Number four, we have the highest increase in floor price for week two, which is Derby Stars. Floor price went up by 32.38% to a floor price of 139 Matic. 
Next, we have Polygon Punks. Uh, we had a slight dip of 17.78% to full price to 148 Matic. We have Dystopia AI, the Origin Collection, increase of 7.14% to full price of 150. I did see that there's some mention of an airdrop impending. Who knows what's going on? Uh, we have the Tower Token, full price just up slightly for one2 2% for full price of 39.4769 Matic. And last but not least, we have Shantastic's Night Peasants uh, with number eight. No change to floor price, but they did have one of the highest sales of this week. So, highest sales this week, we have the Hound from Hellcat for USD value of $3,434. Next, we have uh, Hellcat 2443 for $2,769. Next, we have a Trippy Wolf 1785 from Red Gang for $1,027.66. And we have Knight number 3974 from Knights and Peasants for a whopping $472.40. Granted, the Knights were minted most for free and some for 12 Matic. All right. Thank you. So we're, we're seeing some of those funds coming through. Uh, it'll be interesting to track what funds are flowing from Solana over to Polygon. Yeah. You know, I can point to the, I mean, Derby Stars had a huge increase, right? And one thing that I noticed is that they release details on their tokenomics. And I feel like that created a bit of a, uh understand a better understanding of how that would work because i think most of the holders were afraid of the axie infinity tokenomics uh, and so i think they, it seems like they switched one of their tokens to be non-tradable and uh, and so one of them uh is the only one that that they'll be able to interact with on chain um, and i think that gave them some optimism to buy in to buy into some more horses uh, but yeah, that was a huge spike for them. And that it was nice seeing uh, all the transactions going through in in the past week. Uh, I can see that uh, more and more people are getting interested in Polygon NFTs. Once more liquidity is uh, present, uh, we have tax season coming in in the U.S. coming in. We got extra cash might be flowing around soon, so we might see a pump soon. Yeah, and, and then, you know, we got a bunch of new projects that are going to be minting in the One Planet Launchpad this month, too. So I think that would bring more attention to the other projects that are already here. Uh, Shantastic, they have a correction. She said free or six-matic for the Knights and Peasants NFTs. So thanks, Shan, for correcting that. Thanks, Shan. Um, so, Johnny, what's going on, man? How are you doing today? Oh, it's going good. We got the we got the lemonade out here. Feeling good. Feeling rejuvenated. Took a nice little nap today. Uh, I stayed up way late last night. I was trying to go to sleep early, but um, had some meetings. Um, talked to Sandeep a lot, a little bit offline. Um, and man, I I am really bullish um, on some stuff that we're working on. Um, and, and it really is like a pleasure. Uh, it's like be able to like be around a team uh, that like really cares about their chain um, and like making it better in any way possible and making like the creator experience better. Uh, so like if you're a creator here and want thinking about coming over here to Polygon, like bullish, uh, it, it's the place to be right now. Um, Sandeep and like the team there, like I, I have so much faith in them and I, I'm excited. So uh, and you know anybody that's ever talked to him has that same feeling. So I'm feeling good, feeling good on the projects that are here. Um, and as I said, like just happy to be on Polygon, baby. Dope, Johnny. Yeah, thanks for bringing that energy. I was uh, we were listening to PS Labs a bit earlier, and I can hear roosters in the background. That made me think of you because of your farm, dude. It's been a uh, it's been a little bit wild out here lately. Actually, um, I was actually just dealing with it like just now. I have a, a sick horsey, uh, and uh, that's my boy. And uh, he's a little bit sick right now, so I've um, been dealing with all that. But he, he'll be fine. He's a, he's a tough one. He's a good bronc. So, uh, yeah, it's fun. But I didn't know there was a rooster in the background. That's cool. Uh, I like some roosters. They're, they're nice. 
Yeah, it's super early for uh, David and PS Labs where he's at right now. So <laughs> we're hearing some of the roosters in the background there. Um, but to finish off the space here, we, we got another 15 minutes. Just want to open up the floor if anybody else has any questions for PS Labs about their project. If you got any thoughts on AI and NFTs, please come up. Um, you know, that's uh, something that this year is going to continue to grow. And uh, I feel like we're going to see a lot more of the uh, NFT artists and creators take advantage of AI, right? And, and experiment and innovate within that uh, ecosystem. Go ahead, Running Man. Um, yeah, well, when I was moving up onto speak, obviously, sort of like cut out. But did I hear um, PS Labs talking about free? Three D elements or three D printing, um, in terms of AI as well. I mean, I mean, if not, that, that, that would be a fantastic oh, idea. You can probably hear the rooster right there. Um, yeah, I was just saying. So I was saying that basically, still images, uh, probably like ninety percent done uh, in AI. There's sort of little small things here and there for it to. Uh, sort of little bits to get better on but the big movement i think in 2023 for ai is going to be uh 3d models and as a result of ai generated 3d models you'll see sort of ai generated game assets uh you know metaverses all these kinds of things so potentially product projects into next year if they know how to use these services properly um, all these this tooling properly, they'll be able to create like totally customized through AI generated metaverses specific to every single user. So you can uh, essentially, you know, let someone populate like their entire world with different assets that they can go and make. And, you know, uh, we'll see how people use it or like, you know, straight up make a 3D collection uh that'll be interested to see because i was i was using the 3d tooling at the beginning of you know 2022 and it was really bad um it was really really bad it just looked like a like a, a, a how you say just like a mess that just like sort of melting mess <laughs> but now OpenAI just released something called point cloud and um this is like an open source 3d uh model that can basically create, you can go look it up. Uh, I, I probably, it'll take me too long to go find it right now, but um, it's just come out probably about two weeks ago. And you can make things like Shiba Inus and Christmas trees and Santa Claus. And, and it, it, they're not super detailed, but if 2023 goes as anywhere as fast as 2022 went, then um in the beginning of 2022 still image ai was just like sort of like a distorted mess of things right so if i put in like a fire on a mountain it'll be like loads and loads of mountain tops with loads of fire things coming from everywhere and it'll be like sort of a winding mess and then by the end of 2022 it was like a fire on top of a mountain and it's just like beautiful stunning image um so it's been like absolutely incredible to see how quickly it's managed to deal with all the problems of still image. I'm absolutely certain that it's going to deal with 3D very, very quickly. And if you look at like the developer adoption on uh, AI in general, text to image AI, um, it, it's going to steamroll ahead faster than any web free blockchain technology has uh even uh sort of bitcoin and ethereum it's got like about 10x the initial developer adoption that any chain has ever had so it's gonna go crazy and i mean as i think someone was speak talking earlier about um open ai's um chat gpt model so you, uh, you can basically start to create pipelines so like chat gpt feeding then into text to image models or 3D models. And so like where this might be useful, for example, you could get ChatGPT to look at everyone's, like all the NFTs in a wallet, right? And you can say, you can read like the names of the characters or like traits of it and say like, make me a world based off of this set of traits. And then ChatGPT can make 
the prompt, feed it then into a 3D uh, model generator, and then you can create the 3D world around your PFP character that's totally designed around the traits of that character. Um, and like, like that's just throwing out an idea right there uh, in terms of like the way you could build a pipeline using these AI tools. Um, but I, I think into next year, that's when we'll start to see. So it's not just 3D models we'll see, but like stacks and like pipelines of like two or three AI models, one after the other, creating some kind of like final product and and like general service um so so we'll see uh we definitely intend to do all sorts of stuff like that we're already doing it actually outside of web3 for like um i mean we're currently pitching they've dior beauty uh have asked us to pitch so we're pitching like an ai pipeline for them but um yeah essentially like i think this is where it's going to go I could be wrong. I think it's going to go in all directions, to be honest. This is just the one that I am focusing on. We are. Yeah, I feel like it's similar to the NFT space, right, where we have this technology in the back end, but now we just need creators to come in and innovate and be, and, and just experiment, right, and try things with the technology and with ChatGPT in the back end, right? And I, I did see Blender, which uh, it, it's it's a 3D uh, art, like software. They, I saw two different things they were doing. One is uh, to get texture. You can put in, you can get an AR and you can write like blue cobblestone and then it builds, uh, it can create a texture around a block. And then another thing that I saw is that you can bring in like a template of a house and then you can say, you know, like a greenhouse with wooden doors and a chimney or something. And then it just creates that whole kind of setup around the house, which was interesting to see. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, um, and I would even say like that is kind of like old technology now, even though it sounds ridiculous because it's only like three months ago that that, like two months ago, maybe that that was a brought out adobe are implementing it natively into photoshop uh premiere after effects um so you know it's not just the you know not just the nft space that is going to see a huge sort of boom from ai is going to be the entire um art and content industry in and uh i mean there's all the, like it's not just text image ai it, it we we for example use it to rotoscope stuff as well now so if, if anyone here doesn't know what rotoscoping is it's like back in the day when you film on green screen you'd have to like cut the person out every single frame and there's 24 frames per second in a video or sometimes more and then so for every single still frame you have to cut around the person and at the end you could put those frames back together again and you've got like a video of just like just the person moving on transparency so then we can put that then onto like an underwater scene or something like this green screen was created so that we can just key the color green and then it rotoscopes it automatically so it's like oh just remove the color green in every single frame and then you know that's automated and it leaves you with the person moving around uh, probably everyone's is seen like backstage footage in like you know things like the hobbit or lord of the rings or something where they're dancing on a big uh green screen stage anyway now they don't even need to do that because ai can just rotoscope you can say rotoscope the man who's running and then it will start like cutting out the man uh in in the frame and uh give you the frames back out again so it's like not just um how you say text image ai in the sense of it, it like rendering over the top of an image or creating a brand new image there's all this extra tooling coming out speeding up all of these workflows and pipelines i think ultimately i, I just hope that people for example in stargaze when we first went along we had like a really big impact when we first arrived there and then there was like a massive flood of AI art that started to happen and out of that there were like 
you know, some really good projects came out and, they, and now they're doing really well and they're really good. Um, but there was an absolute torrent of just like rugs and copy, like people just imitating other projects just to trick sort of buyers and uh, things like that. So I, for me, it was like, um, it was kind of a shame to see, but it's inevitable when you, when, when like this tooling comes out that's so far, like it can be fast, right? It creates the image very quickly, but hopefully buyers can get some sort of education over time and that might require them getting rugged a few times on, on sort of what actually really makes sort of um quality art because obviously we can create the the actual image itself very quickly now so maybe now it's going to sort of really revert back to the thinking behind it all the the sort of general project structure what is um what are the ideas behind the actual work itself and maybe sort of a bit more of a shifted focus onto that um because the art in general is going to be spectacular i think um so like in terms of just having a, a really beautiful piece i think there's going to be an abundance but i think buyers will have to educate themselves on sort of is a bit more around the art like what the artist is trying to say is that a, is the voice behind it strong is it consistent with the rest of the work does the body of work like sit together well is it dynamic or does is it very plain you know like ask all these questions and um i think that, that that's a kind of like level you might have to start thinking if you don't want to get like rugged too much in in buying AI projects. Yeah, David, and, and I appreciate all the details that you're going through because I think that it is important that education component is something that uh, the artists, projects, even us as the marketplace have to try and push, right? So that uh, the community can feel safe about interacting with these projects. And as we see Polygon grow, for sure, we'll see more projects and more more grifters, right? People that maybe are not really interested in the art, but just are interested in the money and the liquidity that is coming into Polygon. So we do need to be careful with that. So let, let's close out the space. I just want to go around and, and just um, check in with everybody, get some last thoughts from you, and then uh, we'll finish out. Matic fan, any last thoughts from you? Yeah, just again, everyone, just want to express my excitement about all the things going on in Polygon express my excitement about PS Labs upcoming mint. I think it's going to be just epic. We're behind you guys. We're excited about your project. And there's a lot of buzz in the community about PS Labs. So let's go. Let's go. Uh, Narb, how are you feeling, man? Any last thoughts? Yeah, I'm feeling just really same as Matic, man, man. Just really excited about what's going on in this ecosystem in general. I mean, with so much excitement around this NFTs, it seems like these past couple of weeks has just poly the polygon NFT scene has just, you know, come to life, you know, and it's, it's really cool to see. So yeah, really nice chatting with everybody. Uh, I'll see you all next week. Awesome. Thank you. Narb running man. Any last thoughts for you? Yeah, I'll just start. I mean, just going on from what I've been, you know, learned on Ethereum and then Solana, um, you know, we're in a free market, you know, polygon's going to be, another free market um, an emerging market um even gonna add, you know liquidity is the basis and the foundation of that free market it gives confidence you know to the whole ecosystem so i mean you, you, i am an nft trader but i do all projects we can come across as you know quite callous and unemotional sometimes in terms of project but try nft tradism you know from the fundal bent basis of a free market and um, it gives confidence for recreational buyers and it provides liquidity liquidity into the market. So yeah, embrace the traders coming over. And you know, projects need to understand how a free market works. And you know, traders sometimes need to understand the projects as well. Um, if they work in harmony together, um, that that can create a strong ecosystem, fundamentally for recreational buyers and retail buyers. So yeah, that's my you know sort of early thoughts on Polygon going forward. I'll be looking you know at all the existing projects. I would say if you have an existing project. Um, new liquidity doesn't necessarily flow 
to um you know old projects um i would look at getting active you know on the attention economy side of it um, in terms of spaces in terms of like you know a slight facelift maybe you know reinvent you know what what's what you've previously like i've looked at in the last year on polygon and try and embrace you know the sort of new meta that's going to come because so you know we are active on solana you know it's, it is an active environment and we need to sort of probably maybe make some adjustments um, onto that and, and be active in spaces. The projects that do that, I think, will gain the upticks with this new liquidity, um, for sure. So, yeah, it's basically my early opening thoughts. But um, as I say, they'll develop as I'll spend more time in. Well, yeah, thank you for those thoughts, Running Man. I'd love to stay in touch with you. And, and I think, you know, with your experience as an NFT trader and you've seen the growth in Solana, I think getting some input, moving forward right to our founders and our community members i think that would be very helpful as as we prepare for this uh this growth in the ecosystem here so so definitely let's stay in touch uh ghost what's going on with you man any last thoughts hey it's nice seeing the the inflow of activity coming in and now we're getting some new mints coming up on one planet uh i'm looking forward to them Awesome. Thank you, sir. And uh, PS Labs, any last thoughts, any action items that our listeners should take to prepare for your launch? <laughs> no, well, just uh, I'm really excited to be that one planet's up and running again. You got your launch pad going. We're up next. Oh, uh, I guess you got a free mint tomorrow, right? But we'll yep. technically be the first paid mint on your launch pad. Um, so it's uh nervous i'm feeling con- i like at the end of the day i'm very like happy with the work we've done but obviously anything can happen and um our team have just done such a crazy good job and i just can't wait to do more and release all the other stuff we have and all the other cool things we're doing and and see what other technology comes out this year and uh yeah Thank you, One Planet. Uh, let's uh, let's hope it's just home run after home run, uh, because you've got a big few weeks. You got um, after us Hellcats, then you got like Mutants. It's awesome. It's uh, it's like all firing back up again. Yeah, yeah, man. Thank you for that. And and you know, we as a marketplace, we need strong teams and creators like yourself. So we definitely appreciate your trust in us as well. We are definitely just getting started with all these projects that are going to be launching in the next few weeks. And aside from the Launchpad, we are also onboarding other projects into the marketplace. Uh, our second project that is going to be using the the in like in game or their native token is going to be Dose. Uh, that's the name of the token. But uh, the idea there is that we're letting like the Dustland community use their Dose token to trade their NFTs. So that's coming in behind tower. So we're excited to continue to add different features to the marketplace as well. Um, but with that, guys, thank you for your time. And uh, it's been it's been cool to talk about some AI and learn learn some of the details and and the craft that PS Labs goes through. He dropped a secret sauce today. So if you're paying attention, that prompt engineering career is it's yours for the taking. There's going to be a lot of money in there uh, for anybody that likes that type of work. Uh, but uh, thank you for your time and uh, we'll be back again next week same time same place we are going to have ps labs on the 15th for a twitter space called from idea to launchpad we'll have dave our other ambassador uh, come in and uh, talk to uh, ps labs to learn more about them in depth into their project so definitely join us with that we'll we'll release the, the, the tweet about that later on um but thank you all for your time again enjoy the rest of your day and thanks uh the listeners and speakers uh, appreciate you guys being here thanks for checking out another episode of the ether that was the landing on one planet impact of ai and nfts with special guest ps labs recorded on wednesday january 11th 2023 for terraspaces.org i'm finn thanks for listening if you want to keep listening head on over to terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support 
Now, with Spark IBC enabled. Mutation. It is the key to our evolution. It has enabled us to evolve from a single-celled organism into the dominant species on the planet. This process is slow, normally taking thousands and thousands of years. But every few hundred millennia, evolution leaps forward. Diving through the forest, looking for the door to the portal. Said it'll take me down a corridor. I'm ignoring the warning, storing importance. The cordless source from ancient coordinates. Smells like musty mutants, trust me. I've been hunting bugs since the leaves started rustling. I must be getting close, yo, the scene is disgusting. Parasitic mutation, bleaching off the country. Grab a couple samples and defy their custody. Feeding gamma rays to the beast at peak velocity. Mutating awesomely. Pre-say don't wanna me. Taking all the scraps and feed them to the lottery. Always evolving to defy the possibly These are the things that will scream irresponsibly Feeling uneasy, these genes get them off of me I don't mean to trip it, am I mutating properly? We are the mutants We are the mutants We are the mutants We are the mutants Unlock the lab, it's time to do this Breathing getting heavy, I can feel it in my arms, but I can't stop now. Mutation. It's an art form, don't be alarmed. If you see me looking odd when I'm out on the farm, spinning crop circles in your yard, reaching the stars, need a way to get across. Got this little mutation, lets me hack key cards. Seen looking like it came out the first three saws, flexing like Rex when I mutate the precog. Leaders trying to research this genetic seesaw. Give me all the science and we'll leave you with the pre slaw. Riders believe they bleed these endorsements, turning scientists into terrorist supporters. Gotta seize the spoils and release the spores. It's time to forage through DNA lore. So sink it a swim, silly Alice, take the pill and see we're all mad here, taking over your facility. We are the mutants. We are the mutants. We are the mutants. We are the mutants. Unlock the lab, it's time to do this. We are the mutants. We are the mutants. We are the mutants. Unlock the lab, it's time to do this. Terrorist spaces. <laughs>